on the 142nd episode of the Fantasy Lens Podcast. We're a bit late to the game this week, but we'll still provide you with a recap of Week 6, talk all the big news and trades, prepare you for Week 7, and let us not forget our Boys of the Week. Let's start the show. Welcome to Fantasy Lens, where we're going to take a little break from our normal things and just focus entirely on China and Hong Kong this episode. Oh, God. Come mm-hmm. on. <laughs> we we got to know every reaction from every, every NFL player about the NBA's Hong Kong. Look, I am not going <laughs> to talk about China anymore. Okay? No more questions about China. <laughs> no. um, so that's absolutely ridiculous. The whole time. It's, it's amazing how the story gets so close to being over, and then something just happens and it blows up again. I feel like that's just like nowadays where one person just has to say something and then has to go through all the litigation again. But the real uh, damage controls the Titans are benching Marcus Mariota finally. I mean, we saw this coming, right? Yeah, we pretty much uh, someone called it from the beginning of the year, I think. Can we still hope, though, that he finds his way onto another team and like that might use him as a type of quarterback? He was supposed to be used as instead of an I formation guy. <laughs> he he'll be a good uh, I don't know he'll have like a solid seven six seven years as a backup. He'll be a good replacement for Jameis Winston when he ultimately leaves the Buccaneers. That yeah. that would be hilarious. <laughs> I see. I think just do a QB swap, just like TLC's QB swap. <laughs> if God. I'm someone like the Bears, I give like a third or fourth form and do a QB competition next year. And I'm like, all right, Trubisky, beat this guy out. Really? You I give think, a, a third I think or Mariota fourth? could run this offense better than you. A third or fourth for Mariota? Are you going to have to give anything for him? Well, what do you think? You're just going to... Oh, they don't have him under control. They could just sign him. Never yeah. mind. They could just sign him in the offseason. This is like the that. last year. You don't think they're going to franchise tag him or anything? He's just gone after this. He's gone. Oh, yeah. you're, you're getting benched for uh, Ryan Tannehill. You're the gone. ghost of Ryan Tannehill. It's not even Ryan Tannehill... Good as a dolphin days, where yeah. he saw it a knee and a shoulder. I'm surprised this was the uh, this was the opening story. I'm surprised it wasn't the uh, retirement of Brock Osweiler during Brocktober. Ah, do you think he planned it like that, or it was just a series of unfortunate? I thought there was I thought it was going to be a, one more comeback for Brocktober. Like, <laughs> you know, maybe that is he only allowed to. <laughs> to be a quarterback in October. Those I think his best numbers are in October. I'm pretty sure if you. If you go back in the years, the best numbers are October. So maybe he's a big Halloween guy. I yeah, thought he, he, could had, he could have had like one good game. He could have called it Brocktober Fest and go out on top. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yep, he's retiring, and uh, I thought that was going to be the big story. Oh, I thought when you said what's the big story, I thought you were going to say that the Jets finally won a game. Oh no, I was not even thinking that. But yeah, I'm surprised that wasn't first as well. Th- yeah. That's funny about Brocktober though, because I'm pretty tuned into sports, and I didn't even. Hear about him retiring. I think it was That's the how announced the splash it made. It announced at like seven o'clock tonight, and it was just everyone showing that one gif of him uh, looking for his helmet, and then Peyton Manning running back onto the field, and then Brock looking back, throwing his arms up and, in the air, and, and sitting back down that on the was bench. His career. <laughs> I I um I only noticed it because I opened up the ESPN app on my phone, and it was like the fourth story in on NFL news. Yeah, I mean nothing else has really happened in the NFL uh, where Brock Osweiler needs to be that. Can't be higher or lower. Well, I mean, really? Not sarcasm. Okay. 
<laughs> you, you just looked at me like it just come out of sarcasm. You know? Yeah. Well, I mean, like, Jalen Rams are getting traded, and that's, that's not going to help that secondary at all. Well, Marcus Peters is now gone from the Rams. Well, well, yeah, I mean, Marcus Peters, very downhill, very quickly. So, no, but no Marcus Peters, no Akeem Talib because he's out with an injury on IR. Mm. And now, Jalen Ramsey, I mean... Two firsts and a second? I did, oh, my God. It's a deep price for a secondary player. For a team that I may not make the playoffs, and that might be a good first-round pick this year. For uh, People are giving up their first left and right for... Yeah, I don't know. Having a shot at... Be, like, I guess they just think that's how like wide open it is. Is that this this was anybody's ear type of thing? With how, uh, I think, how Kansas City's looked the last couple of weeks, people are like, all right. But do the Rams really bad. think they have a shot? I mean, I don't... I, I think don't the Rams are still... A shot in the NFC. Yeah, the Rams are still kind of shell-shocked. I just don't... the Super Bowl, I feel like. I don't I think, think anybody's it. beating the Patriots or Kansas City in the playoffs, but I think in the NFC, everybody has a shot. I just don't think that defense is good enough. To, to compete with I mean, they the best re- teams. They weren't really good last year either. They just outscored people, but now golf sucks. Nah, but they were getting, they had a good pass rush, and now that, you know, it's just mm-hmm. Donald, and there's no one, like, else yeah. doing anything. And once That's you get what past I that. Think is the thing. I don't think golf is good enough to to handle adversity. I, I think if things aren't perfect, he's, he's just a below average guy. That's probably so, right. That's probably yeah, true. Yeah, without Gurley at 100%. Without him, like, sucking up the defense and people having to worry about where the hell he's going to be at all times. Getting 70 yards every game on just dumpers and being a nice release valve. Yeah, it's it's not it's not the same for him. He's, strugg- he's really struggling this year. He fumbles a lot. Boy, does he fumble all the time. <laughs> yeah, I just don't think I, they're going to finish third in that, in that division. They're not going to make the playoffs. That's just the way I see it. I don't think They'll, they could beat the 49ers, and I don't think they could beat the Seahawks. Probably not. And look, they, and they also mortgage their whole future on this team. Oh, so absolutely. They're in cap hell. They don't have a pick to like 2022. And, <laughs> um, that's yeah, pretty bad. God, so oh, bad. Pick. Um, well, yeah. And they set the market with Goff. They set the market with Gurley. They set the market with Donald. And to keep Ramsey, they're going to have to set the market with him. And they're not going to give away Ramsey after trading two first round picks. So you're going to have four of the highest paid players oh, in the league. And Brandon Cooks. Team. That's Brandon, not how you build a Brandon Cooks was, was a big contract too. That's right. Then you get the sign Cooper Cup. He's probably going to get more than him. And how much, yeah, what, this is Cooper Cup's third year. So what, he has two more years maybe on the, on his rookie deal? Yes. Five year deal? But they're going to probably, they're going to have to, like, if they want to keep him. If not, I mean, you know, they're probably end up losing Rob Wood, Bobby Woods at some point. Yeah, yeah. Our boy, uh, our boy. Gonna have to when do they move to the new stadium? Fly zone wings. Uh, next year. Next year. So is this a is this a thing where they sold out so quickly to put a good team in the stadium? But they might have like they thought like, oh, we'll we'll be good for four years, then we'll absolutely suck. But that'll be enough to get a fan base at the new stadium. Yeah. But then they just blew their load in one and a half years. Like, <laughs> gosh, we actually, uh, yeah, we we overjumped the jump. John, can you make more noise while getting a beer? Yes. John, are you wearing swishy pants right now? No, he was. He was. I'm, I'm dressed like a Sinbad. Well, more than I going as uh, early '90s comedians, and I'm testing out my Sinbad outfit. That was. Oh, you got, everybody has to have a windbreaker in their closet. 
Oh, yeah. What possessed you to keep the beer in a fucking plastic bag? I don't know. I'm to give it to you. And <laughs> sorry, I don't ask for paper bags. Oh, my God. That would mean just as much noise. That would mean just as much noise. No, that's just a piece of paper. Um, but no, you know what? And, and what's funny is Los Angeles might only have one team come four years from now. Because I don't think the Chargers are going to be that much longer. They have no fucking fans. Oh, they have nobody. Do you see the LA Coliseum? It was all red. It looked like a USC game. There's going to be no. It, they have to go somewhere else. It's embarrassing. This is. It's really embarrassing for the NFL. This like you can't let this happen. Mm-mm. Where you're not. You're giving a whole team. Like you, uh, a team doesn't have one game of home field advantage. Like who's going to want to play for this team? And it's it's just unfair. Like home field advantage is a thing. Yeah, oh, absolutely it is, and they need to um, rectify that. This team needs to go somewhere where they're going to be uh, like San loved. Diego. Back to San Diego. Yeah, that's not. Like, gonna, um, I don't think that's where gonna else? Like the like the homeless to the Bay Area, feral when, cat. When they, no dragging back in. They're going to move all the way across the other way, and they're going to go to London. They're going to be the first European team. There you go, or Mexico City. There it is. Well, they gotta fix that. They gotta situate their uh, their grass situation. That's they could go to Hong Kong. I thought that was why we were trying to close the border because of the grass situation. Weed. Oh, yeah, that's why. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one. That's, that's a good joke. Um. All right. So we gloss over John's Jets. Well, um, oh, I mean, it's just like it was classic Cowboys. Just I, I'm not collapsing the first half. Everyone's blaming Garrett, which is I have um. Like, I think the bigger story is how fun it is to make fun of Cowboys fans. Um, and yeah, yeah. I, was all, at a, I was at a wedding. I knew with all Cowboys Sunday, fans. With all, like, my girlfriend's family is all Cowboys fans. So I just told my girlfriend's dad, I was like, you know, Jets are up 21-6 right now. That's pretty embarrassing. Well, so is the bride. She's a Cowboys fan. Yeah. So is her whole family. They're all Cowboys yeah. fans. So, like, that's funny, too. Like, I was just thinking about that, too. Like, how disappointed they were during that. Yeah, I gave it to Wilson a little bit. Good. It was really great. It was even better too because Cowboys, everybody with the Cowboys was like, oh yeah, two losses in a row, but set this one to a win and then we'll see what we do against the Eagles. So at least we'll come in against the Eagles with a win. And it's one of those classic, they completely overlooked this game on their schedule. Can't look, can't overlook, um, Sam Darnold. I was going to try and say a nickname, but I'll do Slang and Sammy. I didn't like that. What was that? Slanging Sammy. Slanging Sammy? Mm. Just slanging his dick all over the field. That's but that's how he got mono. By slanging his dick. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, but yeah, the the Jets are um, back to being fancy relevant, kind of, with Sam Darnold. I mean, they, well, let's... Not, not this week, because it's the Patriots, obviously, but... Let's let's see it happen again. And again, it's not going to probably happen versus Patriots, but let's see it happen again versus another team. His last three home games, he's got nine touchdowns, one interception. All right, that's good for him. Like 800 yards. All right, we'll see. I, I mean, I sort of told someone on Twitter this past weekend that Robbie Anderson had a lot of upside this week, so... You kind of told him, or you did tell him? I did. Okay. I told him he had more upside than... Because he was looking at Crowder or Robbie Anderson, and I was like, Robbie uh-huh. Anderson with the more upside. He's definitely a guy to pick back up if people dropped him in yes. your league, which I'm sure a lot of people did. Yeah. Yeah, with Sam Darnold, he has a lot of upside in Crowder and PPR. Yep. Definitely. And maybe Hurts. He's not a bad quarterback. Look, Sam Darnold's a good quarterback. Um, it's going to take some time. It sucks that he didn't have this full second year yeah. to grow. But I, I still, I still think he's going to be, um, 
I don't know. I, I hate always saying like a high, like a Matt, Matthew Stafford because I think it's lazy just because they kind of look a little alike, mm. but they also remind me a little. I was thinking, I was thinking, I was thinking a more conservative Matt Stafford, less less gunslinging Matt Stafford, but a little more mobility. I mean, Stafford could move it back in the day. I feel like. I mean, I feel like that's how he always got hurt. Mm. Yeah, true. Mm. Well, I've compared him a lot to Matt Stafford, and I've been comparing Daniel Jones a lot to Alex Smith. Oh, I can Sneaky totally mobility. see that. Yeah, I can totally see the Alex. Yeah, Alex Smith with with a better arm. Sneaky mobility is good mate. in the right system, and probably isn't so good if you he, if he's not in the right system. Mm. That's a, that, that's pretty. I like that. I like the comparison. Yeah. Um, all right. Since we're on the Lions and the Giants, uh, the Giants Saquon's back, so that's a huge boost to everything. So is Evan Ingram going to have a huge game against the Cardinals? Mm-hmm. Can't pick them for your boys. It's too obvious. I cannot. Gotta take away. But there is somebody I can't pick for my boys on this team. So is it Rhett? We'll Ellison? get to that at the end. And Rhett Ellison. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Rhett Ellison. No, not <laughs> Rhett Ellison. Ah, okay. Uh, and then also the Lions. I love just every game for the Lions is just chaos. Yep. It's yeah. unbelievable. They You're don't know right. how to end the game. John or, has called it. Like, they're, they're a decent team, but they're just always in chaos, and it makes them so much fun to watch. Yeah, no matter what John called it, no matter who they play, the game just always ends up in chaos. Like, you don't the know The other team be. plays Lions football. Yeah. It's crazy. It's like what they're they're like. Yeah, we're gonna you're gonna, you're probably gonna come out with a win, but you're gonna play our football, and it's gonna be weird. <laughs> like the refs play our Lions coach football. Is call a timeout that costs us the game. The refs are gonna call a flag that costs us the game. Something's gonna happen that costs us the game. Yeah, exactly. Just don't know where it's gonna come from. You guys never fumble. You you don't have like three fumbles in this game. Like it's it's gonna be weird, and but you're still gonna win. <laughs> It's not the worst thing to come into as somebody as a team playing the Lions. No, but oh, that'd be interesting this week. I think um, that's for something ahead. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, do we have any news moving on before we get to uh, any other good bad ugly? Uh, oh, I didn't do good bad ugly because this Wednesday we're already past that. Oh man, our boy Hunter Henry was good news. Oh man, oh, I did it. Oh, all right, we'll say yours quick so you, so you don't piss and moan. Well, you know, I'm trying to. Do the format, and obviously you're trying to skip the format. Oh, all right. Well, quickly, I'll say good is the 49ers defense. I think we were all sort of like mm, not for the 49ers, and I think they proved themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, no catches for Bob Woods, by the way. Like two catches for like 14 yards or some shit for Cooper Cup. That's really good. They really shut those receivers down. Well, Goff had the lowest Goff was yards. garbage. Yeah, seventy um, something yards. It's crazy or something. Not less than that. Like that was like seventy something yards. Yeah. Um, the bad was the, uh, the refs at the end of the Jets game. Uh, oh my god! They were trying to get the Cowboys to win that game. Oh like, yeah, uh, uh, Jerry Jones just was fucking just like just like Ven- yeah. Ven- Venmoing yeah. the money on every play. It was Venmoing to the fucking refs all that money, trying to get them to call those pass interferences. It's crazy. It's ridiculous. Do you think Jerry Jones uses Venmo? I don't think he does. He's like a, they have like they have rich Venmo. There's probably like some like rich app, like a yeah. like a billionaire Venmo, like black card Venmo. Yeah, some shit like that. Like oh. the stock market, <laughs> <laughs> like the stock market. Yeah, he was just giving stocks to people, <laughs> shares. Um, yeah, yeah, I'll give you some shares or something. <laughs> Ugly was uh, the Matt Bryant missed point of touchdown after the Falcons came back to win uh, yeah, the totally game. Totally. Rough, very rough. What what are the Falcons? They're garbage. I really want him to hit that too because I wanted Kyler Murray to have a game winning drive. 
Yeah, that would be cool. Because you knew it was going to happen. He was lights out in that game. Yeah, and the Falcons can't fucking stop anybody. So well, well, the Falcons' D might be the worst in the league after Miami and Washington. Yeah, they might be in between Miami and Washington actually. Um, I think they can still beat both of those teams. Those no, teams. I'm talking about just the defense. Oh, the, I mean, they have gotten defense. lit up by everyone. Everybody. Start people against the Falcons. This is the team. Yep. This is Tampa Bay of last year. Just start your players. I don't care who they are. I yeah, say, isn't if Gurley doesn't play this year, the thing they're wor- the worst at is pass-catching running backs. They have no clue how to stop a pass-catching running back. It's it's, unbel- it's so funny how little of a clue they have. It's like they've never seen one before. Running back? They don't run straight up the middle? What's going on? Why is this guy catching passes? <laughs> so what the hell? So they're playing the Rams this week. If they just if the Rams just run all over them, which I have a feeling they're going to, somebody's going to get fired. Right? Like someone has to get fired from this fucking coaching staff. They, they can't allow this like 30-plus point a game like versus fucking everybody. Versus a Cardinals team that couldn't like, you know... Maybe put up seventeen last week with Pryor or whatever. Like, like you gotta, you gotta fucking. This is terrible. It's terrible. I, I mean, I'm loving it. Yeah. Oh yeah. You used to do the with Don. You used to do the fake Don. Nah, I'm loving it. I did not. Always, I did not. Good. But uh, <laughs> a lot of always sunny uh, callouts in this one. Well, I was uh, watching it late last night. FXX had the uh, like four episodes in a row of season three and four. Nice. We did watch the uh, the new oh, the, one of the newer ones, the new Thunder Gun Four. Oh, I haven't watched that one yet. <laughs> I like the new Always Sunny, but just the the old ones are just classics, well, like yeah. untouchable. Well, yeah. it's so good; it's just very different. But you've seen them so many times, you, the quoting from yeah. those things are just epic. There's not one bad episode of Always Sunny, but I agree. I, I, the old ones, there's something nostalgic and amazing about them. I'll I'll never not like watch it. Yeah, yeah if it's on, I'm putting it on. That's how it is. Yeah. I honestly think it's the best uh, standing comedy on TV. I used to be like a Scrubs, that 70s show. Um, <laughs> Seinfeld is obviously up there. But I th- I think Always Sunny is the most consistently funny TV show. We always talk about things that have aged badly just because of the era they're in, like with 80s movies and how much just racism. Well, just like casual, like <laughs> date rape they always have in them. Ah, um, but the laugh tracks in '90s sitcoms oh, the is worst. so bad. Oh, now. it's the worst. It it doesn't make it unwatchable, but it it's just takes away a big part of the sh- I, a big part of the show. I'm pretty sure I'm just immune to it though. Like I I like, I know it's there. Well, that's because you watch eight me. hours of Big Bang Theory every day. Oh no! No, I really stopped watching that. You were your just watching it. We were watching. I hate that, I no, hate that show we were watching so a recorded much. show, and that was happened to be on before mm-hmm. Seinfeld was on when I was when I turned on oh, uh, the no, another laugh track show that you the just All with. right, well, let's not besmirch Seinfeld. Yeah, come on, let's come on. Seriously, no, I mean I love Seinfeld, but just the laugh track it's it gets very noticeable very quickly. I guess I, like it just takes away a, a little bit of work. I understand it being annoying, but I'm immune to it growing up in that era of just laugh tracks. So. Um. All right. So, do you want to move on since no one else has good, bad, and uglies? All right. What was the rest of yours? You can do the rest. I did all three of them. Well, I mean, no one else had what good, was your bad, ugly? and uglies. Matt Bryant. Oh, okay. We went on a tangent about the Falcons. Yeah, oh, no. See, Brian did his. Uh, oh, okay, Brian, you go. My good. Um, 
is Russell Wilson. Ah, so good. It's every every week. It's unbelievable. He's been absolutely MVP. perfect this season, and uh, he's got to be ha- how far out in front in MVP right now? Pretty damn far. And he's number one in fantasy, I think. No, number two after the Patriots defense, I believe. He's either <laughs> one or two. That's so unbelievable that the Patriots D is. I, I can't remember who has total point lead right now. Do you think but that they're trading? Think someone would trade for them, like like a skill Absolutely. position. They're the biggest yeah. fantasy commodity commodity right now. I never it's, think it's, about trading a defense, but I have them. Like, I, I would trade a wide receiver too. A running back to uh, something like that for the Patriots. It's like Mark Ingram. If somebody isn't thinking like they have fantasy gold in their hand, I, I would trade something. Mm. However, they do have Kansas City the first week of the playoffs. But I still think they can get points. Like they can put up for sure. a few, you know, fumbles, you know, whatnot. Yeah, that, it's teams, just something but... keeping them back of your head. Week uh, fourteen, they have Kansas City. Mm. Um, but besides that, they really just don't have that hard of a schedule. They don't get the Dolphins again until week 17, which sucks because you won't get to take advantage of that mm-hmm. in fantasy. But they do have Washington. They do have the Jets again, which didn't look too bad, but, well, you know, Patriots you know, and you know. the Jets. Um, I mean, the Ravens are very sackable. They have them coming up. Just play them well. Like, not well. They cover the spread at home. Well, I was seeing so... In standard scoring, in very standard where defenses don't get a lot, can you guess how much more the Patriots are averaging than the Bears did last year? Seven points. Wait, so I would say the Bears probably average... Like 12 points a game. I would say 12, 13. I I could say pass probably 20. The Bears averaged a little over 10 points a game last year. Number one D. Um, in standard scoring, it's hard to score a lot as a as a defense. The Patriots are averaging over twenty points a game, Jeez. so they're doubling up. Whatever, and some people drafted the Bears in like the eighth, ninth round. They're doubling them up from last year. From their not what the Bears are doing this year, what the Bears did last year, which is lead the league in turnovers by far. This is the most historic defensive uh, fantasy output ever. This is why we tell people never fucking draft defenses so goddamn early. You never know. Fucking eighth round for the fucking bear, the tenth round for the bear. Stupid. Mm, but also, don't drop ones that are performing really well, just to make room for some flex player yes. that you need because of a bye week. Like, don't drop San Francisco D right now because you're coming up with a bye and you need a running back. It's like it's it's not worth it. Eat some points. Like, start somebody shitty. Um, and have that defense because defenses do make a difference. They're just not, they don't make a difference in the draft is what I think you're trying to say. So yeah, you don't no, know which yes. one is going to be the one. That's what Who I mean. would have, you would, you could have pulled a million people. I don't think you'd find one that would say Patriots one, San Francisco two this year. Oh, mm-hmm. no way. No one, no one was drafting San Francisco. And no. few people were drafting the Patriots. Yeah, exactly. And they would, if you were getting them, if they were drafting them, it was like in the late, like the last two, three rounds. It wasn't like round 10, 11. Like, that's why you just never overdraft. Like when people do that with the Seahawks, they did it with the Ravens, they did it with the Broncos. You know, it's just, you never know. 
You, yeah. you really don't. You have no clue which defense number, is going to be the one. The number four defense, I think, in one of my leagues that I have is the fucking Steelers. They start out like shit, but like four solid games in a row. They're going into a bye week. Hold on to them because I think out of the bye week they come up against Miami. Like yeah. that team is starting to get pressure on the quarterback. They're, they're forcing turnovers. Also, That's a team you fucking uh, want. I have them in one league. They've been playing really well, and no and one. Devin Bush is an animal. Yeah, and they were one of my highlighted defenses in the beginning of the year, based on my uh, my own analytics. I had Ravens a little too high. Not that Ravens have been bad. They've had some hard competition, but um, Pittsburgh was one of the higher up ones too. The all right, so I have the Steelers in one league. Their end second half schedule is amazing. Uh, they play Miami Week Eight after their bye, then Indiana, Indianapolis. Why well, I say Indiana? <laughs> um, then the Rams. So that's I mean Rams are struggling. Then Cleveland, who's turnover machine. Cincinnati, Cleveland again, Arizona, who's picking it up, Buffalo, and the, and then the Jets, week 16. Yeah, that's not a bad So, I mean, that's one, two, could, three, could be worse. four, five. The five out of the last six weeks, uh, top ten matchups. Top I, eight, actually. I, um, you know, I definitely like the Steelers moving forward, and I'm happy I have in that one league. Uh, just not dropping them. Keep it on that bike. Yeah, I, I feel like Devin Bush really turned around there. I mean, that's a good trade up. Uh, they traded up for him, and people were like, ah, they gave away a little much, but they were like, no, this guy is going to be awesome. He looks good. I was like, was it, I think it was last week, not last week, but it was the Chargers. It was the week before, like, every play, it was like, Devin Bush, Devin Bush. It was like, every, he was all over the field. Really good. Really good. And um, speaking of the Cardinals, mm-hmm. they're starting to heat up from a fantasy perspective. I mean, they got the 49ers twice coming up, so it, they're going to take a little bit of a hit. But besides those two games, they're starting to cook a little. Dang, they're cooking with oil now. They're starting to click, you know? Maybe, yeah, maybe they're my, cooking um, with oil. Um, they're not just settling for field goal. That was their problem, right? They were they were, do, they were the twenty classic 20-20 20 to 20 team for the first four weeks, not getting any touchdowns, and now they're uh, starting to punch it in a little more. I might and have Murray's rushing it a little more. Well, He's going to finish as a top six quarterback. Well, maybe my predictions will come true where Kyler Murray will be a top eight quarterback. David Johnson will be a top five running back. And this one's going to be a tough one, but I have Larry Fitzgerald as the top 15 wide receiver. So I might get the first two, but that third one's going to be tough. Oh, you need all three. That's going to be on the cusp. You need all three to make him pay, so. I don't think you're going to get David Johnson, though. You don't think he'll be top five? I think he's four right now. Really? He's, he's, That's surprising. He's just been consistent. It's a, uh, of co- put, uh, of course, right, it depends on the Cook, league you're in. Cook, Elliott, McCaffrey. I don't think Elliott has more points than David Johnson. But I think he's going to finish ahead of him. Oh, okay. But I don't think, he, as of right now, I think David Johnson's got him beat. Yeah. And then everybody's going to leapfrog Eckler. Yeah. And as then, he starts to and, fall down. But then Barkley comes back. Yeah. No, I, I know. But, you know, it's, look, right now he's doing his thing. Um, so. Yeah. But I think Murray has top eight for sure. Um, I can't think of eight other quarterbacks. That are going to have more points than him. Yeah, it's going to be Watson, close. Watson, Mahomes, Wilson are three locks. And then that are going Lamar, to have more Lamar Jackson. Oh, and Lamar Jackson, sorry. So four locks. And then after that, I mean, he might overtake Dak. Because Dak has his good games and his bad games. Um, 
And then there's really nobody else that has been like fantasy amazing. Matt Ryan. Now I was gonna say Matt Ryan. Love for you because he has to. Yeah. There's no choice. It's all fucking because the defense is shit. All garbage points. Yeah. Shootouts. Well, points are points are points. So. I think Garoppolo is gonna sneak up a little now that he's got a little momentum, ah, a little oomph going on. I don't know. Still, like I still still think he's he's cost fifteen. Well, what's gonna help him is all the short running back passes that. Because of that Shanahan system, go for so much. Oh, yeah. It's like Goff last year. Like all the little dump offs where Gurley takes for so long because the system helps so much. And especially with half your team on offense is just running backs. Yeah. Like I mean, Shanahan's <laughs> really starting to kill it now. He's really rolling. He might just start trading away his receivers and just add more running backs. <laughs> like, <laughs> just get rid of more running backs. Just get all the running backs. He's a running back coach savant, man. Like, what the hell? Brita's, like, has, has, uh, Russia's, his yards per attempt is at like a historical level. He's at Jamal Charles levels it's, right now. It's crazy. It's, and then Kevin Coleman comes back and just turns it on just out of nowhere, two games in a row, looking ridiculous. Yeah, just, uh, Wilson is the, the most efficient short yardage touchdown guy out there. He's like got, Cam Newton short yardage touchdown. And then you got the other guy, most, most third, uh, mustard, yeah. most, they keep fucking just, yeah, the fourth guy just making do what you know have a high average. <laughs> just fucking it's ridiculous. It's crazy. Yeah, he's that. a good coach. Uh, uh, ugly. You got an ugly there. Um. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I didn't know what you said at first. It's like, what is this guy trying to say? Um, you know what? We praise him all the time, so we got to be fair when he's bad. Gardner Minshew. Mm, yep. Mm-hmm. His first ugly. He added a five point fantasy dud. Um, he didn't look right the whole game. He he couldn't get anything going. He couldn't even connect with Chark, who came in as the number four overall wide receiver. So you know, I and it's a shame because it was the first game they did the the fake mustaches. Yep, and then the Saints just shut him down. They got shaved the mustache now. They got to do so like is the- this real for the Saints, Anthony? Is this going to happen all season? Like the defense. Yeah, I mean they get their one bad home game to start the season out of the way, and now they're locked down. I mean, I hope so. Uh, I believe it's PJ P. Williams just had a two game suspension. PJ, um, he started like eighty percent of the snaps on defense for uh, safety. Um, so that's our uh, corner. Uh, he's gonna be that's gonna it's gonna hurt. I mean, they look good. I mean, look, they're getting pressure. On the quarterback, Cam Jordan's doing his job, Davenport's doing his job, and Demario Davis is probably the MVP of that fucking defense. Um, it's just, it's, it's, right now it's clicking. I mean, can I say it happened? I, I don't know. I, I hope, I really hope so. Every time, I, every time I praise the Saints, Saints defense, they sort of come back to it, so I don't want to go too. Well, they just gotta wait until they get screwed, they get screwed in the Super Bowl. Well, that's the thing. Is like that's where it's gonna happen. If it's gonna happen, it'll be then one step up. It'll be the Super Bowl. Like the one time that they actually turn over pass interference, it'll be against the Saints. Yeah, in the Super Bowl. Yeah. And be like, well, you guys wanted this rule, and of course it'll be versus like Tom Brady yeah. and like Julian Edelman. And Julian Edelman will like uh, get poked in the stomach or something like that. And no, Tom it. Brady's gonna get sacked in the midsection. You know how you can't get sacked in the legs. Yeah. You can't get sacked above the shoulders as a quarterback. It's gonna be like the first time. Somebody gets flagged for like sacking him in the midsection without falling on his body, and then they're going to be like, "Well, 
the Tom Brady rule. We're going to have to make a new rule for this. Yep. Um, foul. Wait, no, two fouls. Another Tom Brady rule they're going to create. So, look, I just hope the defense stays. I really do. I mean, I can't wait for Brees to come back. Because if this defense can play 75% of what is playing now with a better, more dynamic offense, I think the NFC has to fucking worry. Are you a fan of Eli Apple? I am, actually. I think he's played way better this year than last year after we got him. He was he was like a pass interference machine last year. But I think... One, he still, he still the Giants on him. One more year in uh, working with Dennis Allen, he's definitely gotten a lot better. I think he's only... Uh, what was the number? Like like eight passes against him? Some, some ridiculously small uh, I was going to say four. But uh, it was really good. He's been really good this year so far. So. Good for him. It, help, it helps. La- you know, definitely helps Lattimore. I'll tell you that. You always like it when people get the giant stink off of them. <laughs> or the New York. I think it's New York yeah, it's stink New York now. Stink. Every every New York team has a stink. He, he was kind of scapegoated. I mean, he wasn't good, but he was definitely scapegoated for the entire defense. And I'll tell you, defense after last game. year, though, with so many pass interferences, like early on watching him this season, every time a pass went to him, and I saw him like, like you know, like when they. They knock a ball down to do like the, the, the you know, do this. Like, like, I'm always where, like, where's the flag? Where's the flag? I'm good. Like, but, you know, it's getting better. So hopefully it can, you know, continues to grow with the Saints. Well, they finally had a rule that helped the defense with how much they've been calling, uh, offensive OPI. Oh, yeah. Uh, or I don't have to say it. That's redundant. Sorry. Offensive pass interference. Um, so I think that's helped some cornerbacks. I think that was a big point of contention. It's, it's like, oh, we get this dis- defensive holding call every time we lay their hands on them, but they're allowed to jam us up yeah. right away. Definitely seen the big uptick in I love the I love when refs call offensive pass interference, but they do they go pass interference, wait ten seconds, and then point offense. <laughs> they 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 definitely ham it up a lot on the offensive pass interference calls. I I haven't noticed that, but now I'm gonna pay attention. I mean it's all I noticed now. Now I'm paying attention to it. <laughs> Okay. Let's move on. Yes, let's move on. Uh, let's go to start sits. My first one is going, a uh, guy going up against the defense that we talked a lot about that we all seem to love right now, Terry McLaren against the Niners. Do we believe in Case Keenum being able to, uh, distribute the ball at all against the Niners? So I after had, what they just did. I had him in my, uh, Games to avoid or players to avoid. So, mm-hmm. yeah, he's definitely a sit in my book. Uh, there's no way. I mean, Robert Woods. He's again. like the Adam Thielen sit pit of two weeks ago? Absolutely. Look, Bob Woods, no catches for no yards, obviously. Cooper Cup, two That'd be impressive if he had no catches for like four yards. Yeah. Uh, no catches, but two catches for like 14 yards mm-hmm. or something like that. And I think Cooks had like, it was, it was so bad. There's no way. How bad they, was it? It was so bad that Jared Goff only two for seventy yards. That's pretty good. Um, I have a hard time sitting him, man. Scary Terry. He's not doing anything. The only thing it's, scary is his matchup this week. Oh, I know. It's that situation though that I always fall victim to, where it's like, who do you have that's better? Type thing. Mm-hmm. Well, John sat him versus me and played Will Fuller instead, and that didn't work out too well. Well, I played Ooh, scary John Terry doesn't know how to pair him and Will Fuller. <laughs> Because in our league, he sat well fuller in his big week. <laughs> I'm just bad. I'm just fucked. 
John has too many. He always has too many B plus players. It's always been his fantasy problem. <laughs> he has such a good roster all the time, but he has too many good B plus players. And he leads the league in bench scoring every year. You can't play them all, and you always make the wrong decision. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just gotta expand the rosters, like the fucking playoffs. Expand God, the rosters. Man. Well, I'm not by the end, by like week ten, I don't have a bench. <laughs> by like week ten, if when there's, I just, I just say like, yeah, I'm gonna lose any bye weeks. As long as I make it in the playoffs, I don't need a bench in the playoffs. Yeah, the benches in the playoffs don't mean anything. By like week ten, I make sure. I, the amount of players I have is the amount of players in a starting lineup. And I want those to be the best 10 players. Mm. Strategy works sometimes, definitely. I mean, you've won some championships that I've seen, so strategy's gotta work. Yeah, well, everybody has their strategy. Um, <laughs> John, 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 John is way too many B plus players. Oh, I'm sorry, I won two championships last year, so. <laughs> off. Well, not, I mean, you won one. I, we, we count two leagues in this, uh, podcast. Counts as like twenty leagues that he's in. I'm sure, in, I'm only in two leagues. I'm in so. four leagues. Yeah, four league, four leagues. Four leagues. I'm only in uh, mine and yours, and I've won each twice, so that's fine by me. <laughs> all right, and I, and I went to the championship last year, so and I lost a bogus. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. I would have crushed John. I would have crushed you in the finals. Debatable. Uh, gotta be there. Uh. My next one is if I, outsc- I outscored your league by over two hundred points. All right, all right, all right. All right. If uh, Kamara I'm still salty, Kamara <laughs> doesn't play any of the Saints backup running backs against Chicago. Mm, um, probably I, Murray, I, right? Yeah. You have the state of the running back. Yeah, all right. Yeah. So, what about this question? Would you rather play Murray or would you rather play Montgomery if Kamara doesn't play? Murray. Yeah. Right. As of right now, yeah. I mean, Saints have not allowed a 100-yard rusher in, like, 20-something games. So, it's a lot of games. Yeah. So, so Montgomery's, like, probably a starter, especially with the Chubb and McCaffrey bye week. Oh, yeah. And, the so Con- think, and Connor. you're starting Murray. Yeah, and Connor. Tomorrow doesn't play. So, Chubb, Connor, and uh, McCaffrey all on bye weeks. Oh yeah, Connor. Too. That's a lot of fucking bye weeks that fucking hurt people. So yeah, M- Murray's definitely a start. Hey, you know what? It's not even the biggest bye week. I feel like nine and ten are gonna crush people. Yeah, there's like eight teams on buys. I think the Saints I, are on I'm, buy that I'm week. glad I'm getting it out of my way in your league, but I'm also upset. I'm playing your guys' dad because he's an easy win, mm. but I have McCaffrey and Chubb out. Oh, he's, and he's gonna listen to this and, and he's gonna, <laughs> <laughs> no, you're gonna find that's that. Why I said it. Yeah, he's an easy win. He should be an easy win. But I had to pick bed. up the, uh, who's the fucking backup on the Raiders? Uh, Jalen, Jalen, Jalen Rashad. No, not Rashad. The other guy. Doug Martin. No, Doug Martin is not on the team anymore. <laughs> um, fuck. I, I fucking picked him up and I can't even remember who it is. <laughs> that's how bad he is. That's how bad it is. He's projected to get like under four points, but I didn't. I, I didn't have another running back on my roster to do anything with. And he was the uh, only guy who was like, I could see that guy getting a couple catches. Everybody else looks like a bum. Nah, go for Naheem Hines if he's available. He's the guy. Oh got yeah, a couple DeAndre catches. Washington. Uh, it was him or Naheem Hines, but I chose him. Anyway, fair. All right. Well, that also knocked out my next question: David Montgomery versus New Orleans. Yeah, I mean, again. He, you're not, very rarely you're gonna have a better option to play a running back. Yeah. 
That's right. I mean, yeah, like, how many other times, unless he really hits the jackpot, how many other times are you gonna, can you see him being one of your top two running backs? Are I you mean, talking about Montgomery? Um, yes. I look, it's a bad, it's a bad matchup for him. Like, he, like, in, but he's only gotten eight points. I just, I just, he's still gonna, this is not a good week for him, but obviously you're playing him. I, I think it's gonna get a little better. Right. Also, alright, so in my PPR, he's gotten, his first game of the season, 5.5 against Green Bay, whatever. I'll write that off because he barely got any carries. So since he's actually taken over some carries, he's gotten 14, 11, 10, 11, if you're rounding to the nearest. It's gonna get better. It, so not this that's week. That's not terrible. But it will. But the only good matchup he's had all season was Washington. Hmm. Yeah, um, that's not good. So he has a bunch of red matchups. So he had Minnesota, he had Oakland, who's been a good defense. Denver, he's got New Orleans this week. The Chargers aren't bad. Philly's a great run defense. Run defense. But then he's got Detroit, who can't guard against the run. He's got the Rams. He's got the Giants. He's got Detroit again. He's got Dallas. He's got Green Bay, and he's got Kansas City. He's got some great run D matchups to finish out the season. Mm. I like him as a second half player. I really do. Yeah, I mean, again, the running back is not state is not that great. So mm. maybe if you could, maybe if you could trade him for a mid level wide receiver at this point, if someone's desperate, it might be a. See, thing. I don't think trade him now. No, go trade trade trade, trade for him. Oh yeah, yeah. trade okay. for him. Like get get rid of like a. You're um, very bi curious about him. I am. I am. But uh I can't think of a name right now to like move him for maybe like a uh, if he wasn't hurt I was thinking like Hollywood Brown but he was hurt and he missed some games. You think that low? No, nah, it has to be a little higher than that. Well, that's Scary Terry. Would you trade Scary Terry for him? Uh, probably not. No, he's not. No, no, nah, not Scary Terry. He's been too good. He's been too good. I don't know. I got. I, I got. There's a lot of names. I got. Come up with. I'd say we. What just about uh, Gallup? Hmm. I I probably would. I don't know. I think I'd keep Gallup. I think I'd keep yeah, that offense. Just throws and throws and fucking throws. But we're getting we're getting closer though. We are. We're, we're getting a little closer. I'm definitely entertaining that one. I yeah. think so. If you had like Fuller, I would definitely do that. Hopefully. Capitalize on Fuller's big game. Hmm. Yeah, that's not going to happen again either. Like, there's no obviously yeah. that's not going to happen again. But like, I don't think he's going to touch like a two touchdown game ever this season. I don't think he's going to go above 100, maybe 100 yards. Like, that was actually not a bad one. Go for Will Fuller because it's going to be second half of the season to be all DeAndre Hopkins in my opinion. Yeah, like, DeAndre Hopkins has gone like six straight games with that 100 yards over touchdown. It's, it's, it's going to get back to the norm. It's crazy. It will. Yeah, uh, but yet Watson's yeah, still putting up to a pick him up. Well, who you who would you? So you're probably get you probably have to give more for Hopkins than you would for Beckham. So with that in mind, who are you aggressively going after more? Hopkins, Hopkins. Yeah, more Hopkins, stable yeah. situation. That offense, Hopkins. Is, yeah, I trust the I trust Watson way more than I trust Mayfield. Yeah, you know? yeah, more stable situation. So way, yeah, definitely. So, and they, they play in a warm weather environment. And I, I like the, the, the elements not being a factor at their home games later in the season. Yeah. All right. Uh, my final three, uh, 
Start sets are three receivers. Cortland Sutton, Cortland Sutton versus Kansas City on Thursday night. Probably. Your boy. You play him. It's not even my boy. It's just like I just mentioned nah, him he, one time and you guys were like, oh, you love him. I was like, I've mentioned boy. him one other time. Uh, nah, he's pretty much your boy. Oh, God damn it. Uh, Alan Lazard versus Oakland. If MVS and, not MVS, if Allison and Adams are out again. Or, uh, Keenan Allen at Tennessee. I'm gonna go yes, no, yes. Sit, sit start, sit, start. Okay, so start sit start for me. Yeah, even with Keenan it's Allen's a sit sandwich. <laughs> That's pretty good. Um, even with Keenan Allen's recent struggles and just all San Diego's, I mean Chargers' yeah, recent I'm, struggles, I'm, I'm not sitting Keenan Allen yet, just yet. Yeah, I'm not taking him out. It's been like game. four games in a row, though. Yeah, go take out Keenan. You have you have Keenan Allen. I do have Keenan. Allen. Uh, I was gonna say, then take him out. I was, say, I was yeah, a little bit lower on Keenan Allen than usually. I felt bad. Be a boy. Take him out. Play Scary Terry and see how you feel. Well, I'm not gonna play <laughs> Scary Terry against San Francisco. <laughs> Make However, the world move again. Mike Williams has been looking kind of good, and then now Hunter Henry's in the mix. Now Melvin Gordon is back with Eckler getting passing. There's a lot of. There's secretly now a lot of, not secretly, but like um. Sneakily, a lot of mouths to feed now. All of a sudden, just popping up. Yeah, I'm not worried yeah. about Keenan Allen. Like whack-a-mole. But there are a lot of mouths to feed, you're correct. Definitely. And I don't know. But then again, Philip Rivers has like 400 kids, so he knows how to let Philip Rivers knows. If there's one quarterback who knows how to feed a lot of mouths, it's Philip Rivers. Right? Like <laughs> well, he, that's true. He has yeah. like 400 kids, so. Facts. So, I'm not worried then. That bolo tie will stretch. I don't know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> I have a bowl of time. Yeah. That's not how they work. <laughs> <laughs> I do not. I have no idea how they work. Um, all right. Can we move on to like, the, sh- the shootout in the middle of the week? What's going on here? What, uh, I mean, yeah, because I said that was my final three. All right. Well, let's fucking move on. That usually means the ending Yikes. of the segment. What do you think about Corlin's son, John? Well, uh, I mean, I, I would play him against Of course you would, because he's your boy. <laughs> Walked right into <laughs> Alright, uh. Just own. Yeah, alright, whatever. Uh, my shootout, uh, I have three. I'm just gonna pick, uh, randomly, um uh, Ravens at Seahawks. Probably my favorite quarterback matchup of the week. Uh, both, you know, Lamar Jackson's probably just a, just a better enhanced version of Mike Vick. He's also doesn't as so Did you just me. say Lamar Jackson's a better version of my? That's blasphemous to Mike Vick. Well, I just just he doesn't kill dogs too. Well, better person <laughs> version or better court? How do we know Lamar Jackson doesn't do dog fighting? Well, I'm just saying as, as far yeah, as yeah. How do you know? Um, <laughs> but I mean, it's just Lamar Jackson versus Russell Wilson, two of the quarterbacks that are playing the best in the league right now. You know, I just think it's gonna be a bunch of points. Um, Ravens defense has had a lot of tough matchups. They haven't been as good as a lot of people thought. So yeah, that's my shootout. All right. I mean, yeah, I, that was actually my second second shootout. But my first one that I'm gonna go with mm-hmm. is I'm gonna go for the three fur because two weeks in a row I picked the Falcons games, and I'm gonna go with the Falcons again because I can't fucking stop anybody. So Falcons and Rams points to be had everywhere. This though Rams put up like. Shit points last week. One rushing, t- uh, rushing touchdown by Bob Woods. It's gonna change. Bob Woods getting a touchdown. Cooper Cup getting a touchdown. Brandon Coast getting a touchdown. Todd Gurley getting a touchdown. It's gonna be like 
Cooper Cup's going to be like Oprah tossing out all those touchdowns. Everyone's going to be excited for Gerald Everett. He's not getting anything because he's going to go back down to earth where Gerald Everett usually is. Well, I mean, he was back down to earth last week. Well, yeah, but we all, everyone on the Rams was back down to earth. Uh, and the Falcons, Matt Ryan's going to throw for 400 yards. I was like, welcome to earth. Um, Smith just punching that. Austin Hooper is going to be the number one tight end at the end of the season. It's going to be, it's going to be, it's, it's, it's madness. You know, it's raining fucking cats and dogs, or cats and dogs living together, you know, whatever. Cats and dogs living together in harmony. This is what yeah. that game is. This this definitely going to be that kind of game. <laughs> yeah. So, like, is there just a better get right game for the Rams' offense right now than the Falcons? No, there's no. not. There's not. No, I don't even know if I, they're so they're right up there with Miami. Man, they look pitiful on defense. Mm-hmm. And again, nothing makes me happier than seeing the Falcons fail. It's great. And if Gurley doesn't play, I think Henderson's going to have a monster game. Yeah, probably. And if Gurley does play, he's going to have a monster game. There's a chance for multiple Rams running backs to have monster games. <laughs> That's how bad sure. they fucking are. So yeah, bad. it's a play him if you got him typing in. Would you play Garrett Everett? Ger- Ger- Gerald Everett, I always call him oh, Garrett. You, you know, hear me just say he do nothing. He's gonna do nothing. Everyone, everyone's gonna get touchdowns. Except I, 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 I would. I don't know. You kind of were like rambling a lot about everything. <laughs> well, I mean, that's normal. It is pretty normal. Um, no, I, I mean you'll play him, of course, because of the the fucking matchup. But I just don't like Rams tight ends. I just, I just don't think they work in that system. At least the ones they have. They work every now and then. And I'm not chance. I'm, I'm not the one that usually likes the chance that hmm. shit. I'll stick with my six points from Jason Witten every week. Thank you very much. You say Jason Witten? Yes. Chasing them points. All right, Brian. <laughs> All right. I'm going with the rookie-on-rookie matchup. We got a little rookie battle. Daniel Jones against Kyler Murray. No, neither of these defenses are any good at all. Um, Daniel Jones going up against two rough defenses in a row against Minnesota New England. He's going to go back to his Washington days um, where he gets a, an easy defense. <laughs> then Kyler Murray's just been killing it. Every week he's getting better. Every week he's showing why he's the number one pick. I ultimately think Kyler Murray outplays him. Arizona wins the game. But I think both teams make it in the 30s. Yeah, this was my one of my interesting games. Definitely a... Yeah. It and should I, be I a- like a lot of players in this game. I don't think Shepard's starting, so I like Tate and Darius Slayton. Um, and Evan Ingram and Saquon Barkley and David Johnson and I even like um, Chase Edmonds who is picking it up mm-hmm. I actually I'm going to go back to a little start set I have a personal start set I have Cooper Cup against Atlanta Adam yes. Thielen at Detroit and he might not play so this decision might get made for me Michael Gallup versus Philly with that awful secondary and then also Golden Tate versus Arizona. Standard League. I just... Standard League? Yeah. Hmm. I mean, Gallup might not play. And also, if there's no Cooper, I'm thinking I'd go Golden Tate. But it's the Eagles secondary, and they got fucking toasted by Kirk Cousins, so... Yeah, I'm probably... Tate is probably the the one that I'd probably have to end up sitting. I have to. Can't say Cup versus Falcons. I'm not saying Thielen. Uh, Dig just had Dig just had his big game. It's gonna be Thielen. So now we go back to the other side, and uh, they made him happy. And 
I think Gallup and that offense is just going to throw and throw and throw, like they've been doing. Huh? Said, uh, as much as I like Tate's matchup, I think that he's the, the one that has to be on the outside. I would sit Diggs. You don't have Diggs. I don't have Diggs. Yeah, <laughs> well, Didn't you just say Diggs? Anthony said Diggs. I said Diggs had oh, okay. Sorry, I'm zoned out. I've been, I, I started my day with a 7 a.m. meeting and ended it. At 9 p.m. So I'm, I'm just hearing names and throwing you things at the wall. You spent 20 minutes trying to open Skype. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, that's true. All right, uh, let's go on to avoid then. Uh, kind of got an answer, I guess. Uh, my avoid is Saints at Bears. It's just going to be a defensive battle, I feel like. Uh, these Saints games, are, are they're like tough to watch because just not moving the ball is the way I, you know. That's how, that's how football players played in the old day. You know, you I don't, don't like the old day. You don't like it? You can get old out day. of here with your iPads and your Spacebook, you, you millennial. My Spacebook, huh? The old days had laugh tracks <laughs> during Space football Book. games. <laughs> yeah, actually, spe- that was a bad example. Spacebook sounds cool. <laughs> Spacebook is way above millennial. Um, that, that's Gen something we've never, we haven't gotten to yet. Gen Q. Why did they start it at Gen X? Why not just, yeah, I don't, I don't know. That's, they're so short-sighted. It's probably the baby boomer, boomers with another short-sighted decision. Well, what is it going to do? Go back to A and then back up, or is it going to? Well, where we go after it? Well, no, we where after this? Where, where where I mean, I'm think because we have like millennials, which I think are you guys. We're the beginning of the millennials, and I'm like you're the end of Gen X, right? No, I'm like they called Zennials. They're like prior to millennials, but not Gen X. Is that Gen Z? No, there's like people say there's a generation Y. But there's a lot of people who think Generation Y doesn't exist. It's a fake. Oh thing. yeah, Gen Ys are going to be like. So we're like we're like Zennials. We're like not fully millennial, but Did we're you not. Just call us Zennials. Yeah, Zennials. That sounds like a, some like like I don't uh, get it. I Italian fusion pasta dish at Olive Garden. The Z- I don't know about that. Oh, Zennial. Zennial sounds like some suburban moms. New plant that she just put in the garden. <laughs> All right, here. The Zennials, also known as the Oregon Trail generation. First, uh, are the, I love are the, Oregon Trail. Oh, you could like things that you'd not be in that generation. Mm, apparently not, um, according to these things. Are the micro-generation of people on the cusp of the Generation X and Millennial demographic. Uh, typically born in the late 70s to early 80s, Zennials are described as having... And had having had an analog childhood and a digital adulthood, which is like what we well, are. Look, I, I'm no history buff, but I'm pretty sure the Oregon Trail was not in the seventies. I'm I, I'm sure it wasn't either, but it like that just that, that's the fucking definition I read. So are we talking about the video game here? I'm sure. Yes, the the computer game. Yeah, that's just a Wikipedia definition. So right. they put so they based a whole generation against one very mundane computer game. First off. I think the best way to describe don't it is... Don't you just get dysentery? I think don't, that, don't, don't insult Oregon Trail. The yeah. best way that they have describing is having an analog childhood and a digital adulthood. That's mainly what... Well, I mean, I remember when we got first got AOL 3.0, probably 1998. Yeah, so you were nine. I was nine, yeah. And you had to... Like all, all, like all <laughs> those things. And if you picked up the phone, it... it <gasps> wow, what was that? That, that was pretty good. I thought impression <laughs> of it, but <laughs> all right, fine, whatever. We do it. Uh, uh, all right, Saints that bears my void. <laughs> <laughs> all right, that was good. How did that happen? 
I avoided uh, Scary Terry, like I said prior. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's right. So that's my avoid. But um, I always get confused that we, we can just do one-person things and not match-ups. Well, I think you were the one that first brought that up, and I was like, that's a pretty good idea. It's an so. open-ended format. You guys... You guys always be like, oh, this format. Like, it's open-ended, man. Just go That's why I did that. Yeah, go, go That's away. why I Scary Terry and anyone on the fucking Redskins. They're fucking... They're done this you week. Can, you can either ford it or you can hook up your oxen and just try to float it, float across it. Oxen's float. Okay, I definitely <laughs> didn't play Oregon Trail. <laughs> did you really never play Oregon Trail? Did you play that in elementary school? Like, no, I, I did. I'm oh, okay. just kidding. Uh, okay. Matt, I was more of a math blaster guy, though. I love math. Oh, that game was fucking great. And also, I'm going. I'm also. I'm going against anything Jets. Oh, that's the other thing. Yeah, like, yeah. like who's saying if Robbie Anderson's available, pick him up? But, but, no, no, but no. he's not worth playing this week, most likely. Like you're lucky if he catches one pass. And then, like, that's what you're hoping for a breakout, like 170 yard catch. Like, yeah. That's what you're looking for. I think there's gonna. I think there's gonna be one receiver on the Jets that has over 90 yards this game, but you're not gonna know. It's gonna be Demarius Thomas. But I, I also think that yeah, that'd be funny. Um, I also think that Le'Veon Bell's not gonna have a good game at all. Uh, I mean, what do you have like 60 yards and a touchdown? He's gonna. He, he has to score touchdowns to be relevant. I feel like. Or there's gonna be a lot of dumpers, and he may even get as like a few like seven or eight catches. That might be his his game plan. Seven catches for twenty five yards. Or just can shock the world and we'll look like idiots. Um, all right, interesting game. Uh, I had cars at Giants for one of my interesting game, uh, but I'll go to the uh, I'll go Raiders at Packers. Raiders if they can continue the their uh, momentum. John Gruden is just dancing all over the place. Packers. Looking like one of the best teams in the NFC. And they should easily put away the Raiders at home. But Raiders are... Scrappy. Yeah, they are very scrappy. Doesn't make sense why they're winning these games, but they are. Derek Carr is one of the top quarterbacks in the league. (laughs) I'll say, I don't like Derek Carr, but I love Gruden. He's just a character, man. He just loves football, man. He does. He does love football. And Hooters. Um... (laughs) I do like the fact I like Tony. Oh, so I was say I do like Hooters. I like the fact I like Tony Romo more in those Corona commercials than J- John Gruden. You ever see the commercial for Corona? Yeah, I like Tony Romo a little better. Although I don't get a bunch of commercials because I have Directv now, so uh, I just get like I get like the same ten commercials no matter what channel it is. Have Have you guys seen though the commercials that are the, the NFL Network trash talking commercials for Thursday night games? God, oh, God. They're the fucking worst commercials ever. If you're gonna have someone trash talk each other, don't trash talk like you're in a rated G movie because it is the worst trash talking ever. One? The Titans and Jaguars Thursday night one was especially better. It's so bad. It, it's legit hard to listen to. Like, that's how fucking bad it is. It's, it's, it's like needing, like, Nails in the fucking ears. Well, it's like, oh, we don't want to offend anyone, but we want to trash talk. So it's the gotta... worst. Don't do it. Just don't think of something else. If, you, if you're not going to do it properly, just think of something else. That's, I'm sorry. It just bothered me. I want to get that off my chest. Okay. <laughs> um, I had a few, um, interesting games, but I'll quickly. Um, Eagles versus Cowboys, just because I want to see how the Cowboys react to losing three straight. Who will probably win this game? Uh, Jets versus Patriots, because. Yeah, Jets, you know, with Darnold, maybe be a little different team than, Shot uh, the world, yeah. they'll, they'll be, they'll be at home this time, they'll have a real quarterback. You know, maybe things can change. Scoring offensive touchdown this time. 
And the Vikings versus the Lions. I'm surprised you didn't pick that one, just mainly because of the Lions and their chaos. I'm, I'm wondering how, what the Vikings are going to do to be more like the Lions this week. And, and you know, just, well, they have Kirk Cousins as their quarterback, so, so that's not very hard to do. But it's going to be it'll be, definitely be very fun to watch. I'm I'm definitely thinking like two lost fumbles for Kirk Cousins, uh, some sort of crazy special teams fuck up's going to happen that's going to change the course of the game. Like it's going to be really weird, but it's going to be fun to watch. So, Brian, if you're still awake over there. Yeah, I'm, I'm ready for this game. I'm ready for the Detroit Madness. <laughs> Can we get a nickname for him? What's Detroit Chaos? Detroit, uh, we Detroit don't know Chaos. Detroit Chaos. Is, is that the XFL team? That probably is the XFL team. <laughs> By Matt, and Matt McGloin is probably the oh quarterback. Oh, my God. Matt is <laughs> the, the, the New York team's quarterback. Oh, he is? I saw he got drafted. I didn't see which team drafted him. But, maybe uh, maybe uh, Matt Patricia's just, like, taking that pencil behind his ears and throwing drawing like stencil cartoons in his notepad that are coming true every game. <laughs> Maybe that's why it's so chaotic. There's gotta be something. Something something weird is afoot. Anything he draws comes to life. <laughs> it's pretty terrible. He's doing like the rejected cartoons, if uh, you remember those. I don't yes. know. I don't know if I that sounds familiar. Is that the My anus is bleeding. <laughs> my for oh, all that is holy my Oh my god. <laughs> I haven't heard someone say those words in a really long time. Oh, <laughs> I was saying I hope there's only god. one situation <laughs> There's only one situation when a person says that. Because my friend used to love that shit and he used to fucking say that shit all the time when he was drunk. The best was uh My spoon is too big. big. <laughs> wow, yep, I remember those now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was great. Um, yeah, but I like I like Detroit Chaos. I think that's a good team team name for them. Or like that's a great XFL or team name Detroit for Chaos. like a small time startup professional sports league. Like Culver City Chaos, Triple C, Carson what? City Chaos. Whenever I did uh, like NHL franchise or whatever, and made a couple teams, you always got to do alliteration. Always, always. That's how Stan Lee made every fucking character in Marvel. Steve Rogers. Matt Murdock. Like, you know, like all of them were like that. Peter Parker. Steve Rogers. Otto Octavius. I think not all of them were. Well, oh, you said all of them. them. A lot of them. And he Tony Stark? And he and Cradle those characters. So, Tony Stark? Reed Richards. Uh, <laughs> Sue Storm. Hulk? Well, Bruce Banner. I know. <laughs> gotcha. Uh, <laughs> I'm just saying. You're done. Get out of here. I win. Doctor Strange. Stephen Strange. Doctor Strange. <laughs> <laughs> you fucked up twice. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I knew that. Are we, are we transitioning to the Marvel podcast like Marvel. really yeah. coyly right now? Uh, no, just the school John Brown thing. John lost his pen and is also trying to make more noise with beer. Um, so, all right. Do we, uh, Brian, you, you picked your interesting game, right? Uh, or no? Yeah, yeah. The, the, the rookie battle. The rookie. Oh, that's right. Okay. Although, this is a good slate this week. I mean... I like everything. You got Dallas, Philly, you got the rookie battle, you got the Los Angeles get right game. Um, also the possibility te- of a sneaky win, Oakland against Green Bay. I like Texans at Colts too. That should be Texans a good game to watch. Texans at Colts is a good game. If we're talking for betting purposes, I like the fact that Kansas City is only minus three. Um, Hmm. I'm, a, I'm, I'm actually going to take that this week with a couple other things. I think they're going to get back on track. Yeah, you don't really want to bet with Joe Flacco. So I'm definitely taking that one. And tomorrow night, I know Thursday night games are always, always wacky too, but uh, I like the Chiefs. I like that, I like that pick. Um, all right. I mean, we got all everything down, so I think it's only... Uh, one more thing to do. Yep. 
Well, yes, uh, as always, it's Boys of the Week. John found his pen. Um, oh, God, it's so far away. How did you drop it that far? I don't know. Alright, uh, last week, Anth- uh, who won? Uh, Brian won because he picked Scary Terry. Yeah! Two touchdowns, baby! Oh, that's why you were fighting so hard to get second place because even though my Austin Hooper came came true, you were trying to get second. You were trying to. What? You were trying to pull some bullshit math to what? make, oh, to make well, you second. I didn't realize Austin Hooper got that close to what you predicted. Stop standing up so close to the mic. Me? Like you're yelling into it, yeah. Oh, well, I always mumble, so I just feel like. I want to project and you have talk close to the mic. Two modes, mumble or scream yeah. into the mic. You know what? <laughs> I get yelled at that all the time. I have no middle ground. <laughs> all right, uh, Brian, you go first. All right, I go first because I'm the winner because of Scary Terry. Thank you. Yeah. Um, I'm going, I mentioned it earlier before that I was going to pick somebody from the Giants in this game. I think uh, Shepard is going to still be out with that concussion. It was a pretty bad one, second in a row. Yeah. He doesn't look like he's going to play. So I like Darius Slayton. Um, five catches, 86 yards, and a touchdown. Very the rookie-to-rookie connection. Very precise. I like it. Well, I'm going the other side of that game. Right out. And I'm going with uh, Chase Edmonds. He's been seeing a lot more work um, lately. I, the, he's a good compliment to David uh, Johnson. Picked up a couple more shifts. And, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get him for uh, 80 total yards and a touchdown. He scored it in the last two games, so I think it's going to make it a three for an yeah, 80 and a touchdown. I like it. Okay. Uh, this was one of the boys on the on – the, he was actually the sit in the sit sandwich. But I'm, I'm going for it. I'm going Alan Lazard versus Oakland. $3,000 on DraftKings. That very deep value pick. Um, I don't know. It's just if, if, uh, Adams and Allison are out, or even if one of them's out, Lazard got a bunch of looks from Rodgers. He's like 6'5. He runs at 4'5. Good, good target. A lot of fives. Yeah. I mean, he'll score, he'll get five catches. There you go. All fives. Wait, so, every, every time you say his last name, I think you, I keep thinking you say like uh, the guy Bob Lazar from uh, the Area Fifty One, who had all that like stuff. You look up Bob Lazar if you guys. Yeah. I just photos. think of uh, I think of Lazarn, or I don't know how how exactly you pronounce his name, but from Land of the Lost, the evil Sleesack. Mm-hmm. How do you pronounce his last name? Alan Lazard. Yeah, Alan Alan Lazard. Yeah. Are you saying Teresa Tacos right now? Because I'm very hungry. Oh, Brian, you would have noticed the uh, the wedding I went to, they had a taco bar at the cocktail hour. That's weird because while you were at that wedding, Mm -hmm. I had a taco sampler Mm. at a bar. Weird. Mm -hmm. So we were eating different tacos at the same time, but. Probably were. It was about 5 o'clock. You're eating tacos at the same time. All right, I was at the bar around three. Uh, okay, never mind. Then. All right, uh, your second boy, Brian. Second boy, I'm gonna go with a little bit of Frank Gore. Ooh, just a little yeah, bit of Frank Gore. Miami terrible defense. Uh, the rookies, I think, still gonna be a little banged up. Not if he plays, he won't get a full workload. And uh, you know, I just. There, there's a lot worse running backs you could start than the reliable Frank Gore is going to pick up 80 yards and you hope he uh, finds the end zone. Well, it looks like I'm going to keep uh, <laughs> sticking with Brian's games and uh, I'm going to go with the receiver on that team and go with John Brown. John Brown. Um, you know, he's a very reliable target for uh, Allen 
and obviously playing the Dolphins, and we just saw what uh, Scary Terry did to them last week. So coming off a nice bye week, you know, nice little rest. I think they should be raring to go and crush the Dolphins. Uh, you know, really make them the uh, the first pick in the uh, the draft uh, this this coming year. And I guess a five for one ten and a touchdown. Okay, my second boy Anthony doesn't believe in him. I believe in him, Gerald Everett. Going up against that soft, porous Atlanta defense, 3,700 in DraftKings. He's going to get a touchdown. That's it? Just a touchdown? Well, and some catches and yards, but mainly a touchdown. All right. I mean, honestly, if you get a touchdown as a tight end, you're, like, top three in tight ends. Yeah, well, especially this season. You're the the tight end. No, there's not. (laughs) All right, Brian, who's your third boy? Third and final boy. All right, I, you know, I was I was having a hard time not picking somebody on Dallas against that Philadelphia terrible secondary. Um, but every time I think about going with Cobb, he doesn't really do anything. I'm gonna take a chance. I did this two weeks ago. I took the chance on somebody being injured, who not injured, who was injured. Now I'm doing the opposite. I'm taking the chance on somebody not playing. I don't think I think Gurley stays out one more week. And Henderson blows up against Atlanta, who's terrible against running backs. So I, I'm going Henderson. Harry Two weeks Henderson ago, I went Kirk. It blew up in my face because he didn't play. This week, I'm hoping the opposite happens. All right. So you're really, really hoping Gurley's hurt, huh? I mean, if Gurley plays, it could still be all right. Yeah. I don't think Henderson... I, see, I think if Gurley plays, Malcolm Brown could still be all right. But I don't think Henderson even mm. gets in the game, really, if Gurley plays. Well, Falcons suck, so let's hope that everyone scores on them. Um, my last one is going to be Auden Tate from the Cincinnati Bengals. Um, the only thing I got for him is uh, he's gotten at least six targets in the last four games. Uh, two of those four, he's gotten 10 and 11 targets. And, you know, decent compliment to Tyler Boyd, who's seeing a little more of the coverage. So I'm mm-hmm. going to say four for 75 and a touchdown. Like Who the Bengals play? They are playing the... God damn it, who are they playing? I, I think they're playing a decent defense. The Ravens? Right? No. No, they played Ravens last week. I was going to say, Ravens, I was like, oh, the Ravens were last week. And they, they put up 17 points on them, I think it was last week. So, Yeah. Um, quickly, quickly, right, quickly. I'll just go on to my, my last boy. Um, I'm going to go with another pass-catching running back. That... Jaguars. Uh, it was Jaguars. Jaguars, that's right. Um, I believe... Anthony mentioned as a possible decent bye week filler is going to be a shootout. It's not Naheem Hines versus Houston. Um, this is going to be just mainly a PPR. Like he'll get like 50 yards, but on seven catches. Yeah. I mean, look, definitely a good PPR value uh, in a situation where you may have a running back on bye and not have anyone else to play. He definitely is worth a look this week. Good, good receiving running back. Yeah. I mean, he hasn't really like, the end of last year, he really just raked in all the, a bunch of dumpers. Yeah. Hasn't, hasn't exploded onto the scene this, this year yet, but I can see him getting more target shares as we go forward. Probably. I can see that. I like it. Alright, that's it. I like it. That's, that's it, it for this episode. week. Alright, now, we're gonna quickly sign off. Um, you can follow us on Twitter at fantasy underscore lens, where, uh, we're very active answering all your questions. Um, we are on iTunes, Google Podcasts, and Stitcher. Please rate, subscribe, download. Um, just actually just got a uh, pretty pretty sweet comment uh, last week, I noticed, which is pretty good. So, um, yeah, find us on anywhere you can find. Was it also from podcasts. Randy Andy? 
Was it Randy and <laughs> No, it was. I don't uh, know. Randy and is just the best randomly assigned. It's name so funny. Though. Uh, and I got, I got, <laughs> I know that I know who Randy Andy is. They're like, oh, I listened to the first pa- the podcast for the first time and rated it. And then, um, they were like, but I didn't put my name as Randy Andy. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? Uh, I'm really confused on all of that. Yeah. I'm just Randy. It's- yeah, Andrew is the name, no. and it got assigned as Randy Andy. I guess <laughs> that's right. I didn't know that. Uh, no, this was swiping left. This is a great podcast. Information on fantasy football. Ultra, ultra. Ah, swiping left. Nice. So that's it for the podcast, and uh, we are Fantasy Lens. We'll see you next week.